Welcome to episode number six of the nursing podcast series created by nurses. For nurses. I'm Colleen Roach, a hematology oncology nurse. And I'm Robert Hamble, a heart failure clinician and the chair of the nursing professional governance. This is our podcast. We are trying to attempt to share new initiatives, current events, and a chance to celebrate some of the good work happening at the hospital. So today we've got a good episode lined up. We've got um, an update on the Miller Building, an interview with Jenna Page, and uh, we're going to talk to a nurse about her awesome experience in Africa. Yeah, it's going to be a great podcast. We hope you enjoy, and we're going to just jump right into it today. So each uh, month we try and highlight something really cool, and this is January 2019, and it's I can't believe that in less than six months, we're going to be moving over to the Miller Building. So I thought starting off the new year, we'd take a little time and we have some really great people here today to kind of highlight some great stuff that's happening in Miller and how that's going to affect people moving over and how it's going to benefit people who may not be moving over. We've got two nurses with us here today. We've got Amy Wilson, who's the Miller Training Program Manager, and Brianna Kim, who's the Miller Operations Program Manager. They're going to tell us a little bit about the move. So we're moving on June 1st, right? That's the big day. June 1st. It's the date. Talk to us a little bit about, like, with the benefits of Miller. And I know it's uh, it's a building, but how does that really affect us as nurses? What's the impact? Yeah, so the Miller Building really provides us a great opportunity to have the space to do some of the things that we've been wanting to achieve um, care delivery-wise for quite a while. So specifically, I can think of patient-centered care, it really gives us the space to allow the opportunity to have the privacy to have those conversations in the room with somebody, to do team rounding at the bedside. Um, it's a really exciting time um, opportunity to be able to think about the Miller space, but also how that increases our capacity for privacy for the rest of the hospital, too. So we'll be going from about 40% private rooms to about 85% private rooms. So. Even the, even the units that aren't moving will have greater privacy for their patients. What are some of the things that people can get excited about, some of the technology that's coming, coming our way? Yeah, we have some um, really interesting technology going into the Miller Building. Um, a lot of it focused around um, improving um, healthcare communication with our patients. So um, one of the big uh, pieces is the Rego tablet and the MyChart online. And that would allow our patients to be able to actually look at their chart. Um, they can do assessments on there for nursing assessments to help with the um, background. Um, they can also uh, communicate through the MyChart with their And that's their team. all like through their, their call bell kind of. Yeah, it's yeah. their call bell plus a tablet combined. So it, it works awesome. as both as both of those. I hear you can watch Netflix. You can watch Netflix. <laughs> Not wow. to say that's the most important thing, but let's be honest. You can watch yeah, Netflix and do lots of interesting play games and do lots of interesting things on the tablet as well. But I think our, our main focus, of course, is to, to really improve our healthcare communication with our patients. Um, we also have in the room um, a whiteboard, which is populated by Epic. And Epic um, will download uh, the care team names so that the patient's always aware of who's taking care of them. That gets automatically done. We don't have to worry about writing it manually anymore and trying to keep up with it. Um, and it also will share some of the information with the team that the patient um, that needs to be communicated about the patient. So. You know what I really find interesting about Miller? Miller is kind of like a trickle-down process because all the cool things that are going to be happening in Miller eventually will hopefully come back to other floors um, so they can see those great things. So even though you may not get it right away, it's something that's hopefully going to come to the rest of the hospital. Well, you can think about it like the Miller groups are going to be the guinea pigs and then it'll it'll get really, it'll get (laughs) Get, get all ironed out and then the rest of the hospital will start to see those too. Yeah. 
I okay. think it, the mo a lot of what's going into Miller is um, eventually going to be spreading out to the rest of the organization. So. so when do we get to check this place out? Well, we have um, tours actually starting for clinical staff that will be working in Miller um, in January, and those tours are utilizing a gaming platform to interact with the space. Oh, you guys are making it fun for We're us. We're going to make it fun. Nice. Um, and I, we have uh, dates already out to all the groups that are invited, and then um, I think we'll be doing something similar um, with uh, everyone else to have an opportunity to see the space probably in April. Um, so that we can have some open house opportunities for everybody else. All right. Well, you'll have to let us know when those are so we can let people know through the podcast about yeah, opportunities to check out the Miller building. Yeah. Thanks again for stopping by. Uh, hopefully we'll talk to you again closer to June um, when you guys are giving away a car to one of the uh, new <laughs> nurses. So it'll be awesome. Uh, All right. Yeah. Thanks for having thanks. us. So it was really exciting to hear a lot about Miller and all the new things that are going on there. But I'm also really excited to have someone here today to talk about some of the exciting things that are happening once floors move over to Miller, who will be backfilling into them. And there's going to be a new floor called Shep 3 and Baird 3. And we want to have Jenna Page here today, who's going to be the manager there. So welcome, Jenna. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, it's really exciting because we're really focusing on the Miller aspect of it. But really, there's a lot of great stuff going on here at the hospital, a brand new floors coming about. So talk to us about that. Yeah, um, maybe you've heard um, the phrase shared three out there. So um, yeah, so I'm going to be the nurse manager for uh, Baird three and Shep three when those units are vacated. It's going to be a general medicine telemetry floor um, that I have coined the, uh, the title shared three. Um, I like Shep, the creative yeah, spin. Yeah, Shep and Baird kind of smashed together um, because we are one team sharing the two units and I want us to have a new identity. That's awesome. I mean, talk to me about what does that vision look like? I know you've probably been spending nights thinking, writing stuff down on pads on what, you know, what's that going to look like? What's the floor going to look like? Yeah, so um, it's it's an exciting opportunity. Um, so to speak logistically about it, it's a general medicine telemetry floor. There was some talk about SHEP 3 being a long-term care unit. So I just wanted to clear that up that as of right now, uh, SHEP and Baird are both going to be general medicine telemetry. Subject to change, but that's the plan moving forward right now. Um, but it's an exciting opportunity because it's a clean slate. Um, it's a whole new staff. I've got some really awesome experienced nurses in-house who kind of took the leap of faith with me and I'm recruiting in the rest of my team um, and it's an exciting opportunity for everyone to have a hand in creating a culture of a new unit and not trying to step into one and maintain it or improve it um, that everyone's going to have the ability to really make this our own. I want to just take a minute so Jenna was or is my assistant manager right now on oncology. Um, she's, you know, stepping into this leadership role, and we are going to miss her so much on oncology. But as someone who's worked alongside you, first you were my educator, then the assistant nurse manager. And, you know, I, I would like people to know how approachable you are and how um, the thing that I think is most important about you is you never forgot about how to be a bedside nurse. You were the first, you know, you come to the bedside and help us when we needed it. Um, during that great flood of what was it? 2015. 2015, when the say. ceiling was leaking, you rushed in in your oh, little God. dress and uh, you know helped to move patients around. And then during a code another time, you jump right in. And what do we need? So you're definitely Thank so you. supportive and responsive, knowledgeable. Um, so I think whoever decides to take the leap with Jenna will be pleasantly surprised to work. Uh, in that environment and see the culture that you guys create together. Thank yeah. you. I mean, that's a glowing recommendation I've ever heard one. I mean, what would you want people to know about who you are? 
Um, well, I mean, I appreciate what Colleen has to say. I mean, because nobody can speak better um, about a leader than somebody who works alongside them. But I guess if I was to um, add anything else, um, what's important to me as a nurse leader is that I know about um, my staff, that I know about them as a person and not just a professional. I take pride in knowing my staff, the names of their partners and their children and their daycare schedules and, you know, just the things about their lives that, that matter to them as a professional, you know, where we're a person for First, and those are the things that I really like to get to know. I ask a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> and she also bakes. That's a, that's a bonus. Yeah. Yes. Macaroons? Yeah, macaroons are actually yes. nice. um, So if someone's interested, if you know somebody, I know you're recruiting, as you said. Yes. How can someone help you to build your team? Um, I guess I'm just asking everyone, um, everyone in the hospital, keep your, your ears open and just be thinking about, is somebody looking to relocate to Vermont or looking for a new opportunity? Um, and it can only behoove um, all of you because we can get a referral bonus um, if you um, refer a nurse or an LNA and they get hired and are here for um, 90 days. There's a $2,000 taxes paid for nurses and $1,000 uh, bonus taxes paid for LNAs. So it's an opportunity. All right. We wish you the best of luck and look forward to seeing how your team comes together. Yeah, Thanks, guys. It's going to be great. Thank, Thank you, you for having me. I appreciate it. Our highlighted nurse today is Kate Hain. She is an inpatient cardiology nurse, and she's going to share with us about her experience with the Peace Corps. She was a volunteer from 2015 to 2017, and we have her to sh here to share her story with us. Thanks for joining us, Kate. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, it was really cool to learn about talking about Peace Corps. Um, when did you start? How did that play into your role in nursing? Did you start right out of school? How did it go? Um, I did go right from college. I had a professor who was a, a returned Peace Corps volunteer who really inspired me and mentored me through the process. Where did you go? I was in Senegal in West Africa. And what, what was the project that you focused on? Uh, my main project was a latrine and hand washing project. Um, so when I got to my village, I realized that the way that they wash their hands is by using a bowl of water, and everyone would dip their hands in the bowl of water to wash their hands. In the and, same bowl of in water? In the same bowl, and then um, we would all eat with our hand at the same bowl of rice. So usually it would be about me and 15 other women eating at the same bowl, and then after we were done eating, we would dip our hands back in the same bowl of water to wash our hands without any soap or just, just the water. So I realized that that was um, a problem and pretty unsanitary. So I kind of made my main project um, a hand washing initiative and I made little hand washing stations um, with the latrines in each compound. Really? Did you use um, like a survey monkey to uh, assess your uh, success in changing? <laughs> no, no survey monkeys in Senegal, <laughs> unfortunately. What was your grassroots way of like figuring out if people were actually doing it? Um, I would have to go around to each compound that I did the education with. Um, I would go back like a month later um, and then see if they were doing it and try and re-educate and then I'd go back two months later um, and collect all of the data to see whether my education actually um, stuck with those people. Um, so it was it was a process. <laughs> yeah, and what was your, your takeaway from this experience that you had in Senegal? Um, my big takeaway was my relationships with the people. I really did try hard with my projects um, and I think some of that education was well received, um, but 
honestly, what they changed my life, I think, more than I changed theirs. Um, and I still talk with them now, and they really have made a huge impact on me. How have you brought it back into your nursing here at the hospital? So what I've realized um, is education is universal, and I had to have a lot of patience um, with my education in Senegal because a lot of it is dealing with behavior change. And I've realized that with my um, patients here, um, that it is also the same. It's a lot of behavior change as well, especially with uh, my heart failure patients. Um, and so I really have brought that way of educating back here with me in my practice. That's awesome. If someone was interested in doing Peace Corps, um, how would you recommend going about it? Um, what's the process look like? Um, so I would go to the Peace Corps website. Um, the application is there, and they have a lot of information about it. Um, and I would also recommend reaching out to a return Peace Corps volunteer because they have been through it and can give a lot of advice. That's awesome. Well, you have an inspiring story, and we really appreciate you joining us on our podcast today. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Here's a quick tech minute about cool things happening at the hospital with technology. We've been receiving some great feedback on the avatar and we want to take it to the next level. Um, our super users and our epic group are working on ways to improve the avatar so you can access other parts of the body and document on. So if you have any feedback or what you'd like to see changed with the avatar, reach out to your super user. And if you don't know who your epic super user is, email Rebecca Freeman or Kathy Panzer um, to give them some information. They'd love to hear from you guys. Also, uh, the mother baby Baby Group is getting some really uh, awesome technology to check out and demo on their floor. They're going to be starting the MyChart bedside pilot, so that's going to be great where it's going to be being able to push information to our patients about medications, information about diagnosis. It's really interactive, so that's going to be great to hear their feedback. And lastly, I know it's kind of surprising to say it, it seems like we just went through a double upgrade. Um, there's going to be another upgrade coming up in August 2019. Nothing to really worry about. There's not going to be any trainings on it or any of those things, but it'll happen on August 11th. Hope you enjoyed the Tech Minute. Goodbye. Thanks. Thanks for listening today. Every month we keep having more and more listeners. I think we're, what are we at, like 10%? Yeah, every month we're seeing about a 10% increase in the amount of people that are listening. So we really appreciate it. We also appreciate the great feedback we're getting on it, things that you guys want to hear about and learn about. So thanks again for all that great feedback. Yeah, we've got a few people who've reached out and want to be on the podcast. So coming up on future episodes, we're going to have the Rapid Response team joining us, and Art from the Heart is also going to be joining us. Yeah, and we also want to use this as a venue to give you some updates and things that are going to be changing down the road. So we're going to have a little segment about uh, some things about going on with competencies. Well, that's the most exciting topic. Uh, thanks again for everything. Uh, we look forward to doing this again next month. It was such a success. We wanted to do it again. Five quick questions within a manager or someone important or special. Here we go. Five questions. You ready, Jenna? Oh, God. I think so. Jenna, when did you last sing to yourself? Um, yesterday. In the shower? What was uh, the in song? The car, in the car. What was the song? Um, it wasn't, actually, it was this morning at daycare. It was Baba Black Sheep to my daughter. <laughs> Given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest? Um, could I have a couple? Sure. Justin Timberlake and um, Jessica Biel. Good. Talk about having beautiful people at dinner. <laughs> I mean, they're a really fun couple. I want to, they're, they're like my celebrity couple that I would hang out with. <laughs> would you like to be famous and in what way? No. I would like that. If you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability, what would it be? 
Oh, gosh. Uh, uh, just to make people happy, solve problems. And what would constitute a perfect day for you? A perfect day. Um, I have to answer this quick. Um, with my family. Yep, my kids, husband. <laughs>